0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We're grateful that you've taken some time out of your day to sit back and relax and meet another beautiful soul from this world that we live in that does extraordinary things in the lives of other people. My name is Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored as always to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day. I'm looking forward to the conversation. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. You know, we, we talk every single time that we do this podcast about what the intrigue is and why we like it and what it adds to our life. So when you look at why we do this, why you take the time out of your busy life and the things that encompass your everyday and why you take the time out of it to do this, what's it personally about for you?
1: So, you know, I think I've mentioned before that the likelihood of me coming across, you know, 99.5% of our guests in a, you know, just a random everyday interaction is slim to none. And with that, my chance of being able to hear their stories and gain their wisdom would also never happen, right? Mm. And then on the other side of that, I am a stay-at-home mom and I homeschool three small kids, so it's really good
0: grown-up interaction for me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. You know what? I think that's one of, one of the things I enjoy about it the most is I'm a people person. I enjoy people. I enjoy their stories and their, their space, and it, you know, it takes all of us to make it go around. And that's one of the things I think I've missed the most in the last two or three years is that feeling of separation from that human connection. And this, this conversations that we get to have, the people that we get to meet feed that for me. It, it really makes me feel reconnected again you know, to, to all those beautiful people out there in the world. So I love it. I love it. And thank you for the time that you spend. Sharing this experience with me, Cassie, I'll always be grateful to you for that time. So let's get the show on the road. Today we have a, a lady joining us from Georgia. Her name is Shree Nallath. Welcome. How are you today?
2: I'm um, I'm great. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, thank you so much for uh, inviting me over. I'm really looking forward to the to the conversation. Like I said, I did listen to your podcasts and I love the way you you guide people through the questions and I love the name of the podcast Uncaped Heroes is is just a beautiful way to to celebrate the people you're talking to so you're thank welcome.
0: you you're very welcome welcome how about you kick us off tell us who are you what do you do how come you do that and how can people connect with you
2: I um my name is uh, Sri Maileth I uh, or uh, Dr Sri Maileth depending on where I am um I am I have two lives in a certain sense I have a um a 9 to 5 job in which I am a statistician who helps run clinical trials for uh, pharmaceutical companies and I am also a transformational life coach who uses a lot of mind body techniques, like uh, visualization, meditation and EFT tapping, in order to help people recover the dispossessed parts of themselves and become whole again.
0: Um,
2: I have a my business is called freeing ourselves. And what i mean by that the reason i chose the name freeing ourselves is we are all of us in one way or the other in a kind of uh, prison of primarily our opinions of ourselves right we we are constantly judging ourselves um sometimes against what other people might think of us, but mostly against what we think in quotes, what we think and again in quotes, what we should be like. Um, mm-hmm. And so the image I had was to, you know, the, so the thought was, I'm, I know that because that's what I do, right? I mean, the the only way, the only thing you can teach other people is, is what you have learned for yourself, or you or i'm continuing to learn for myself and the image was that of a of a bird in a cage and and the you know the the bars of the cage falling and the bird flying free and if you go to my website the logo kind of represents that it's a bird um, flying away and my brother actually designed that for me but um, so freeing ourselves, helping people to free themselves from the shoulds um and teaching them as I am learning to to really value their presence in the world, and that there there is no need to expect perfection uh, because that is a myth um so to just be happy with who you are and where you are in the moment is what I hope to teach people. And what I hope comes out of that is a sense of peace and contentment instead of the sense that we're constantly striving to be something or somewhere and we're not ever getting there. And so to to overcome that sense of dissatisfaction.
0: Mm. Uh, beautiful yeah well thank you for that space that you provide for people to to come and reclaim i really love that that you to help people reclaim themselves that's really neat you know we just had a beautiful conversation with a lady about freedom about what it mm, means to find right. it. freedom within yourself to own self-grace um yeah i, I think it's, yeah i think it's fascinating So thank you very much for sharing that. How can people connect with your program? You said your business is called Freeing Ourselves. Do you have a a website or a place they can contact and connect with you?
2: Yeah, uh, I have a website, and it's called Freeing Ourselves. It's freeingourselves.com. I also do um, free uh, Instagram lives every Thursday evening, um it, and that my my instagram handle is called freedom with Sri, and um it's thursday evenings at 7 pm and um i i sometimes do a tapping yesterday i did a um a tapping meditation called um i that i call the temple bell meditation and um it's I'll just explain a little bit about it just because um, so we had a conversation before we started this talking about how um, I've had a fairly stressful couple of weeks and um, this meditation, what it does is it uses a a, a particular hymn um, from, from a myth, from a Hindu myth in which well, the the myth is in praise of uh, the divine mother and it it's talking about how everything we experience whether it is um confusion or peace or or hunger or thirst or anger um, or love uh everything uh, is an expression of her and and she expresses herself in those ways in everything that is alive, right? And uh, and, and you be bored to her. So that's the, the, the primary message of the hymn. And what I began to do was uh, based on that, I said, okay, so I'm feeling stressed and what the hymn is telling me is that stress is an expression of the divine. Mm. So what if I focus and we feel everything in our body, right? So most of the time, we we, we don't allow ourselves to fully feel anything. But mm. if you focus in so for me, when I'm feeling stressed or um, agitated, it's always around my heart, right? It might my, my breath feels shallow, my chest feels tight um maybe my heart is beating faster and so if i am able to if i focus in so what the meditation does is it focuses in in, into that space in my body where i am feeling whatever it is that i'm feeling um and i convert that uh, in my mind eye. i convert that into a sacred space So for me, because um, my, you know, I'm a Hindu by origin and practice, I see it as a temple. And I see this sensation there. And within that sensation, I see the Divine Mother, and I light a lamp, and I thank her, I express gratitude for her showing up in my life, in that in this moment, as the stress that I'm feeling. And I call it the Temple Bell Meditation, because I say that she is expressing herself in that way right now because it is a call it's It's the temple bell ringing, reminding me about the divinity of my nature, and that there is no need for me to reject any part of myself and to welcome this experience into my life right now um. And I, I even though it's my own idea, I really love the, I love how that feels. That um, the idea that there is, you know, typically when we talk about, uh, there, there's a lot of conversation about how good it is to express gratitude in life, and and how that really changes our uh, perspective of life. And one of the things I talked about yesterday was. When we say gratitude, we typically say gratitude for all the good that is in my life, right? And there is, if you look, there is always good, even if it's just the fact that you're breathing and alive, that is good. Um, but if you learn then to also express gratitude for the difficult moments, for the for the times when you are feeling stressed, when you are feeling um you know, really, really angry and really want to do something to somebody or, or to something. And, and if you are able at that moment to remember this, uh, this idea that this is an expression, we are all expressions of God and whoever, whatever that is for, for each person who's listening, um, whatever the definition of God is, and to be to welcome that and to understand that there is no experience in life that is not supported by the divine. And so to to be able to be in that space to feel gratitude for everything good and bad in life, I think does get us to a place of freedom to um, yeah.
0: I agree. You know, I think I try, to, I try to look at gratitude. When people talk about gratitude, you ask someone what's on their gratitude list. Most of the time they're able to list things that they are grateful for, right? Mm-hmm. My home, my family, yeah. my job, my health. But if you, think about the, if you think about the word, grateful is a past tense word. It's what you already have. Gratitude yes. is a present tense word. Right. So what do you, what's your gratitude in this moment? it, yes, it is exactly. such a different concept of the word when you turn it around. Cassie, where does that all take you, love?
1: You know, it changes the it, it changes the situation, right? If you change your perspective. You know, just like you were saying, having gratitude for the difficulty is the difference in saying why did that happen to me instead of why is this happening for me?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful.
1: So, so, so let, what, me ask is you, let me ask you a, a different question. If you had to identify what a hero was to you, how would you identify that? And is there somebody in your life throughout your journey and throughout all the people that you have met that you would identify as your hero?
2: Yeah, I'm fortunate to have several people I consider heroes in my life. Um, What I consider a hero is somebody who does not, lie down and give up and let life walk over them who somehow finds the courage to lift themselves up and take another step and and another step regardless of who who refuses not to live in a sense right because the the biggest gift that we have is this life is this ability to to breathe and act and live and feel. And, And if we get to a place where we are only willing to feel the good things and are always pushing away or resisting, in quotes, the bad things, then there is very little time to, we are not fully, we are not experiencing life in all of its, complexity and magic in a certain sense and who do i look up to in in my life in my life i have um, i had an amazing uh, grandmother called leela my mother was an an amazing human being as well as was my dad those those are the first three people that come to my to my mind they were all people who refused to to give up and who just kept on keeping on. And and not just kept on keeping on morosely, but who kept on keeping on while also laughing and quoting poetry and, you know, enjoying life in the moment. Um, and for me, that is one of the most inspiring things, one of the most inspiring ways you can live your life it's not not to say that it's easy and not to say that you don't allow yourself the time to to recoup and to to get up from where you've fallen but to continue to recoup to continue to stand up and continue to put that step forward towards something that that you need to do or you want to do um, and I would actually also say my daughter is a hero for me too. Um, she's an actor and she's, um, you know, I just am amazed at her courage to, because it's such a difficult profession to be in because you have to
0: um,
2: go in for an audition and get rejected and get up again the next day and go for the next audition and get rejected, you know. and And to be able to do that, And at the same time, be supportive of other people and help. You know, I am blessed to have so many people that I admire around me. So that's what I call a hero. I love it. I love
0: the definitions that we get (laughs) for the word hero. They're (laughs) so, I do, they're so beautiful. You know, we, we talked a thousand times while we're doing this podcast about our preconceived notion of what a hero is right? If you ask my mm-hmm. eight-year-old grandson, that's uh, Spider-Man, right? And Superman and Captain yeah. America. But yeah. they're, yeah. and we you know they're, they're not necessarily the corner office and the big guy and the wealthy person and the famous person. They're these everyday people that come along in our lives and, and transform us in some way by what they leave behind, by the life they live, by the lesson they teach us. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to see. So, let me ask you another question. What is a life lesson that you've learned along the way that you would like for everyone to have a chance to know?
2: It is that we never stop uh, growing. We never stop working on ourselves. Um, I often tell my clients that um, enlightenment is a moment-to-moment thing. It's not, you know, you're enlightened this moment and you, you, you have an aha moment and then you're, you're set for the rest of your life you have to be willing to do the work that it takes to mm. to live fully uh, and to, to work on the on the healing and the the growing and the feeling the pain and then feeling the joy. It it's a it's a it's a lifetime of learning. That's
0: mm.
2: my biggest Beautiful. message. You know, the day you quit learning,
0: you might as well just be settled to that's it. Yes, the end of of where you are, the day you decide you no longer need to learn. May I have the grace to learn every day from somebody about something. May I never quit learning. Absolutely. Cass, how do you feel about that? Never quit learning.
1: Oh, I think... I tell my kids all the time, I tell them, them, you know, the day you quit learning, you're, you're stuck. So every single day, make sure you ask at least one question, right? Learn something new every day. I don't care what it is, but learn something new. So I I totally agree with that. There's always something to be learned. When I tell my son, he competes. He um, does jujitsu and they compete, you know, and they have fights and um, Mm -hmm. we don't, we're not a win or lose house. We're a win or learn.
2: Beautiful. Right.
1: There's, There's no such thing as a loss. Yeah. You either win or you learn. You learn what you could have done, how you could go about it better what to do next time, right? There's always a lesson. So we don't do, we don't do I lost. We do I learned. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you another question. If you Mm -hmm. had one line of advice to give the world, to put on a
2: T-shirt, what would it say? It would say the um, get the inside right and the outside will follow. <laughs> so Ooh, get uh, the when, inside you, right. Yeah, the when inside you, right and the outside will follow. When you learn to become comfortable with yourself, and when you learn to stop judging yourself, I had actually written. Uh, an article for the Elephant Journal um, about this after the Orlando shooting. And um, it was, uh, essentially, it was talking about how um, we are all in a certain, you know, there's a level of, uh, <laughs> you know, we can all be called terrorists in one way or the other because there is um, um We can be extremely violent in our thoughts, um, and the, the 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 way I I explain it in the article is that I during the 2016 election there was a friend of mine who posted something that was against where I am in the um, in in that election. And I was curious, right? I was furious. I didn't post anything back because she, I love her, and I didn't want to create um, any, you know, I didn't want to break our, our, our relationship. But in my head, I was going on and on. So the the title of my article in the, in the Elephant magazine is We Are What We Fear Most, Looking Within mm. After Orlando. And mm if we if we look inside and look at when we have an argument with someone how important it is for us to actually swat them down right to do you want to feel them agree <laughs> to that they are wrong you want to, to swat down their opinion and and i and when i spoke those words in my head swatting down is like swatting down a fly, like killing something. and And although I'm not taking a gun and shooting somebody, I am saying to a person who's living and who has an opinion that you don't have a right to that opinion because my opinion is different. And in a certain sense, what I'm doing there is I'm saying, you don't exist to live in this moment with that opinion according to me. And if you're honest about it, that is a very violent thing to think. And and I began to think about that and I was just surprised at the number of times that I am violent in my thoughts. And this could also be turned towards me, right? It could also be um, a, a way in which I myself, and I think I don't deserve to be where I am and who I am in the moment. So, if we are able then to to identify these parts of us that we—that's what I mean by dispossessed parts. So, the, we we tend to project outwards what we are most afraid of confronting within ourselves. So, then if we are able to turn around and open our heart and welcome all parts of us with love, without saying that you have to change or you're a bad person, we are then able to extend that same kind of unconditional love to people outside of us. But until we are able to do it for ourselves, to some extent, we are not able to extend that to the outer world and I truly believe that if we begin to do that then we will see a change in the world and my I have a book um, that I that's called more than peace power and presence through meditation that came out of these kinds of thoughts where um, where I help my clients to use meditation and visualization and tapping, like I said, to claim these parts of themselves. And, and the, the you know, the book has 10 meditations where we go through so-called negative emotions and then round it up with a meditation to cultivate joy. Um, and so that's why I say that get the inside right and then you can say the outside will take care of itself. I love that. That's some of the most sound
0: advice I've heard in a long time. Get the inside right, and the outside will follow. We spend so much time worrying about the outside. Yes. Yeah. We, we and we spend. We're afraid of what's on the inside. Their fear lives there. Self doubt lives there. Need for mm-hmm. self grace lives there. Yeah. Much mm-hmm. harder. I love that. Well, ladies, I know that I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And I could keep having it, but we are at a time where we're going to have to wind down. With respect to you as our guest and respect to our audience, I would like to begin my close by saying thank you so much, Shri, for your time, for your wisdom, and for the space that you provide for other people to come and just get better over here. I think it's so necessary. It's such a beautiful thing to see all the space being provided for people. So thank you for being a part of that space. Thank you for the hero that you are to so many people. Probably in a day that you might not even recognize. And thank you for joining us and spending this time with us. Cassie, thank you 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 so
2: much. Ah, Go ahead, Sharice, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying thank you so much for having me. I've loved this conversation. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome.
0: Cassie, how would you like to leave our audience today?
1: With a challenge, right? We've been talking about how important it is to give yourself grace and to allow yourself the room to be grateful, right? So my challenge for our audience today is to self-examine your situation, right? If there's a situation where you feel like you need to give yourself some grace, my challenge is to try it, right? Give yourself some grace. Allow yourself the freedom to Forgive mm. yourself and be grateful.
0: Beautiful. Thank you for your challenges, Cassie, and thank you for the time that you share with us. I, I so appreciate your wisdom as well. Sheree, would be honored if you'd take a stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today?
2: I would like to leave your audience by saying, um, first of all, I love that you listen to a show called Uncaped Heroes. Um, and because it recognizes that there are uncaped heroes all around us. Um, and the other part of my message is exactly what I just said, that our greatest work is the work we do within ourselves. And it's it is never-ending. And use every resource you have to do that work, to to heal that shadow, to learn to really love yourself unconditionally, because I promise you that is the biggest contribution we can make to the world. Thank you.